Are you tired of the same old podcasts? Looking for something fresh and exciting? Are you ready to dive into a world of laughter, stories, and unforgettable conversations? Well, look no further. Introducing the Not After 30 Podcast Network, your ultimate destination for captivating and entertaining shows. Get ready to be hooked. Podcasts about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. We're a network that's all about bringing you the best in entertainment, information, and pure podcasting joy. With a wide variety of shows, there's something for you. NA30 Podcast, Wow, I Had Mustard Podcast, The Blue Jays Edition, The Leafs Edition, Show Us Your TDs, Nobody Gives a Fuck, Milk and Cookies, and newly added, What's on Your Plate? All available on one awesome feed. Recorded at the new, new Billy Shears Podcast Studio, Milton, Ontario, Canada. The Not After 30 Podcast Network, your one-stop destination for captivating, entertaining, and unforgettable podcasts. Get ready to hit that play button and let the adventure begin. Remember back in the days when the word pro football fan conjured up images of guys like this. And women who didn't hate the sport were thought to be simply tolerating it because, well, how else would you get to spend time with your guy on Sundays in the fall? I don't want you to give up the Super Bowl. How selfish do you think I am? You love the Super Bowl. Fast forward a few years and the so-called football widow may notice her huddle is shrinking. According to the NFL, women now make up nearly half the league's fan base. Ayo, welcome back to a long overdue episode of Nobody Gives a Fuck. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah, actually it has been a very long time. Almost as long as when Gooby takes a giant dump on Taco Tuesday. Oh, that's nasty. I know it's a little graphic, but it's the truth. I had to compare it. And you're here with your favorite summer milk beverage, your boy you call Melky, and he's here to bring you an epic surprise. The NFL season is starting in a couple of weeks, and I'm excited. And my guest here is also excited. Now, she might not be the biggest fan, she may have to use a step stool with a stack of phone books to get to the lowest drawer in the kitchen, but that's okay. She's got a big enough heart. I've known her for a very long time. It's small fry. What a do, baby. Hi. How are you? I'm good, thanks. This is very nonchalant hello. Was it because I called you short? Absolutely. You can't just call me out like that. Of course I can. You've listened Especially to... Especially since I like vertically challenged rather than short. What? You prefer vertically challenged. Yeah, it sounds a little more... I don't know. Gives it a little more oomph. Okay, and, and you know, in football we like oomph, so I get it. A little oomph, but... Just to ask you one question, one personal question. How tall are you? Because rumors are that you're about 4'10", 4'11", on a good day. Oh my god. That is not true. You know I'm not 4'10". I'm 5'1", on a good day. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my god. Stop fucking lying. I measured myself a couple months ago. Alcohol was involved, but <laughs> five one was consistent. We had a bunch of eyes looking at it, so it was five one. Now, do you find that 
you're shrinking over the course of the year because I, the, you know how there's that mystique rumor that you shrink as you get older. Oh my friend, you'll be shrinking before I'll be shrinking. You're a lot yes. older than I am. Uh, first of all, yes, I am, and secondly, black don't crack, <laughs> so don't you worry about me. That doesn't mean you don't shrink. <laughs> black don't crack, and I'm sticking with it. Now, why are we here? We've come together because we're huge NFL fans, and you never hear a female perspective really about the NFL and the game itself, and that intrigued me. And seeing as how you're one of the biggest fans I know, I wanted to get in your head and I wanted to unravel, unwrap really, actually, because it is it is a gift. Unwrap your thoughts onto why that is. Why aren't there as many fans? Why aren't there fans like you out there for the NFL? So I have to ask you, Small Fry, are you ready? Yes. Okay, are you ready to take an actual ride unlike the Broncos did this season? I think I can do it. I can do it for the Broncos. I got it. We'll be okay. All right, so she's supporting the My Little Pony bitches. All right, let's get started. And God, you are so outrageous out the gate. Okay, I see what we're doing here. Okay. You know I'm a savage. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right, well, let's begin with the origin. Let's stay. Well, I mean, the cat's out of the bag. You're a Denver Broncos fan. I can tell by the gear, the stupid mug. You're supporting those Bronco Busters. So how did it all get started? Why the Broncos? How did it get started? We want to know. We all want to know. So I'll say it happened back in 1989 when my dad found out that he was having a girl, wanted boys, but was blessed with two daughters. So he raised us in the sports and we just kind of hung to football the most like when I was younger I swear I was gonna be a sports physiotherapist for the Denver Broncos you could not change my mind it's just what it was gonna be ew gross even if you were gonna be disappointed your entire career absolutely (laughs) absolutely because I was gonna heal my boys and that's all that mattered I have heard you got uh, the magic hands and the magic touch so I mean that might have been fitting I guess (laughs) hearsay though hearsay we share on this podcast so don't worry it's not going to get out too far maybe it will oh i know you guys share i know (laughs) so does everyone who watches these these episodes they know (laughs) hey it's the milky way okay well let's elaborate let's elaborate more on that you're a broncos fan it was 1989 when they first fell into your lap and you were disappointed from that day no not 1989 sorry do we have to cut this part? No, keep going. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll edit. I'll was, edit that stuff if you don't want, like the '89 stuff. Well, no, because I feel like now we have to backtrack because the story's wrong. Because my I was born in '90. So you don't know when you were born. Typical Broncos. No. Fans. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what? I was born in '90. My dad wanted girls, so he decided from then we were going to go into sports. I thought your dad wanted boys. He did want boys, but he got girls. Yeah, he got two lovely girls. You've explained that, yes. Yeah, but then you just said, I've had a football team since 1989. You said that's when, oh, you were just saying when you were born. Okay, so when did you, that's my fault. When did you become a Broncos fan? In like 2005. (laughs) 2005. And do you have a favorite player or is there a reason that stuck out to you to why you started repping that gross orange color? 
Oh my god, I want to fucking punch you. Um, <laughs> no, the orange is great, by the way. Um, yeah, it looks like whale bark. No, so going. there was. It was just one year. My dad's like, okay, we all like football. Let's all pick our team. You guys all, can't all be 49er fans. Uh, we were like, okay, so we all picked a team, and obviously we picked it off our favorite colors at the time because that's how girls pick shit when we don't know stuff about sports, right? And then it's been ride or die since. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long journey, but we're we're still here. I mean, three Super Bowls—that's not bad at all. It's not too shabby. Back to back in the early two thousands. You know, and then recently, what, six years, six years ago, I believe. Yeah. And, and then yeah, you haven't done our, anything. With and then you haven't done anything life. since. You haven't done anything since finished. When, when did you guys do anything? I'm sorry. When did 96. you guys do anything? 96. And what? 96. 96? Yeah. 96? Yeah. 96. 2015. 96? Okay. Okay. Do you, do you work with a, do you work with a lot of numbers? Did I fuck that up again? You said 96. No, 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 no. You didn't, you didn't screw up anything. You, uh, just answer the question. Do you work with a lot of numbers? Absolutely not. Okay. I know you know basic math. Yes. So five, three. Did you say you have five? What number is greater? Wait, I'm fucking confused now. <laughs> I'm so confused. Okay, so we haven't oh. won since 96, which is fine. This is perfectly fine. Yeah. But we still have five championships oh. and you have three well, and you know, since since your super bowl win you finish dead last in your division four times out of the remaining season and three times in a row <laughs> do you okay. care to explain that i'm not here to roast the team i want to know like your we were team. rebuilding how long does we it take were to rebuilding rebuild? how long does it take you to know rebuild? what you know what they didn't build rome in a day huh facts oh just saying the coliseums weren't built in a day i mean the disrespect to compare the broncos to the coliseum but that's okay let's continue this mystical journey okay you said in 2005 that was when you kind of fell in love with the broncos do you remember a certain player a specific player that really caught your attention um so i believe it was cutler who was the quarterback at the time Oh, tell me Cutler was your influence. No, absolutely that, not. No, 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 it was Chant Bailey. Wow. Okay. Chant you, you Bailey get was my guy, I, but I'm a wide receiver person. That's what she said. <laughs> Love them. So it's Chant Bailey, then <laughs> E.T. Why are you laughing? Just an easy Michael Scott joke. <laughs> yeah. And then there was like Von Miller, Peyton Manning came. Those okay. were them. Okay. So is your sister a fan as well? She is actually. She's a Houston Texans fan. Hey, yo, what the fuck? But Ugh. because they suck, she jumped shit. And she's now telling everyone she's a 49ers fan, which is okay. Like, it's, it's my second team. But I'm like, so disgraceful. You just left your team because they suck. Like, you got to ride or die it out. But is it really disrespectful because your father was a 49ers fan? Yeah. So isn't she carrying so? the lineage of the family family no, team? It could be her second team, right? Like she doesn't even identify as a Texans fan anymore. She would. Season. But that's not the point. The point is, I don't know. You got you build a relationship with the team just to break up with it because you know it's not they're not they're going through it. Doesn't seem fair. 
I mean, isn't that what half of the marriages out there are? Yeah, but we're talking about football, not marriage. <laughs> yeah, this is right. a more important conversation. The commitment to your team is some very important thing. Absolutely. That's the best thing I've ever heard anyone say. Tells you a lot about a person. So when you bandwagon jump, when things are getting tough, you know, it tells you the kind of person you are. I feel like she gets a pass, though, because anyone who voluntarily wanted to be a Texan fan has the right to, like, jump ship, especially knowing how dog shit they are. She's hilarious. She, You know why she picked the Texans? Because it was their first year. So maybe, did I fuck up 2005? I don't know. But it was their first year as a team. So she's like, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be there from day one. Da, da, da. I'm like, all right, we'll see. That's lame. Only she could have seen the future of that team because it's yeah. a dumpster fire swimming in a pool of piss. But that's okay. That's why pencils have erasers. I want to I wanna focus on you. Growing up with your dad, being a 49ers fan, you being a Broncos fan, did you ever butt heads? Because... The 49ers have a, a historic oh, team, yeah. a historic aura. They have five championships. They've had Joe Montana. They've had oh, yeah. Jerry Not Rice. Hello. Yeah, they, they've had so much. Pe- there is so much pedigree. And still, like, they're still a well-run team to this day. I hate them because when I was a kid, 49ers and Cowboys were huge rivalry. Oh, yeah. It was one of the best. And Oakland. And Oakland, but nobody cares about them because they're not even in Oakland anymore. (laughs) Hello, Las Vegas. Remember, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Ah. (laughs) Except for herpes. That shit will come back with you. So did you guys ever butt heads? Like going back to the question, did you guys ever butt heads? You know what? We surprisingly didn't. Like my, my, we had a really great relationship with my dad growing up, like super friendly, buddy, buddy type shit. So when it came to football, we did like the razzing, which was great, but we always knew where there was a line, but yeah, it was, it was a good time. And you guys obviously developed a bond because of it. Cause I find rivalries develop the yeah. best type of bond. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Not, right. we, well, it wasn't really a rivalry. We just. We like cheered for each other when we weren't playing each other. And then when we were playing each other, it was just kind of like, you just kind of let shit go. Okay. As you get older, you develop a more appreciation for your squad. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you find, do you have better memories early on? Or do you have better memory, memories currently of your squad? I'll say Peyton Manning era is where I really have the memories. I think that's really when I started to like hone in and focus in a little bit. But um, before Peyton Manning, it was, I don't really have much. It's all current stuff. I mean, you had Terrell Davis. He was a workhorse running back. Yeah, but like, so when I fell in love with the Broncos, I was still really young. Still had a lot of other things going on. Couldn't about, give my full focus. What about John Elway? I mean, he's a stud. Even though he forced his way out of... Um, I believe it was it Baltimore or Indy. I think it was Indy. He refused to go there when he was drafted. And I find that such a diva move because you should be fortunate to be drafted. I mean, as you establish yeah. yourself, then you yeah. play your cards like, okay, I'm not staying or I want out. But to do that, like Eli did it too. He didn't want to go to the Chargers, forced his way to the Giants. I mean, it worked out for, for both of them. But still, yeah. that's such some diva BS. That's just so disrespectful. Well, I think that's like a, 
I think that's like a hierarchy thing too. Like, why can't these rookies think that they're amazing and that they can go wherever they want to go? Like, no. yes, obviously, but to have that kind of confidence, like, look where they are now, right? Like, John it's, Elway runs the Broncos. Like to the ground, to the ground. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? The point is the point. He did great as a QB for Denver. Okay. So it's like, if he didn't have that confidence, who knows what he would have done in fucking Baltimore. Baltimore or Indy. I, I will look it up. I will Either way, they're both it. trash. So it is what it Ooh, is. Yes, I will agree well, with not, you there. I like Lamar. Don't I, sleep. And I don't like sleep. Anthony Richardson, actually. Don't sleep. Well, yeah, he, really he's got like those rap Richardson. skills. He's got those rap skills. Holy. Those lyrics he dropped. Oh, is he, oh that's right. He's a rapper, too. Uh, I didn't look at them yet. He was way better than Cole Beasley. <laughs> Cole Beasley did rap? Oh, yeah. You, you should look it up. Actually, <laughs> he's not, not bad. He's not bad, actually. But look <laughs> it up. Uh, he's, a, he's an interesting fellow. Former Cowboy and Bill. Let's focus on more influences. Is there anywhere else you had football influence uh, besides family or like TV? When you were growing up, did you have a lot of friends that were football fans? And if so, did they cheer for the Broncos or was it other teams? Not really. Like, I feel like a football was an at-home thing because on Sundays when football was on, like we didn't leave the house. So I, I don't really think I knew other people watched it. Um, but my family w- was into it. There's, I think, a couple of Cowboy fans. And Damn straight. And Miami. And then we had these family friends when I was younger. They were Seahawks fans, but we don't talk to them anymore for a good reason. Because they're Seahawks fans. The Seahawks are going to be good this season. So I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> Do know why you're shitting on them. They re-signed Gio. Gino, Gino re-upped. He, he played better than your quarterback. <laughs> oh, everyone played better than my quarterback, but Sean Payton is here, so he's going to fix everything. Nope. Sean Payton will be lucky. Like God right now. Will be lucky to get seven wins from that squad. And you know what? That'll be all his blood, sweat, and tears because <laughs> the Broncos, like, what the fuck? fuck happened over the last couple of years honestly i can't even crazy i mean that that'll be a different podcast for another time just shitting on the broncos as we should because they're always going to be the smaller d compared to big d dallas <laughs> let's not shine on the well, cowboys you know let's get back to your if you story. had a big d you wouldn't have to talk about it you'd be able to show it and you know it, the cowboys can't do that no, we do because we're, well. the, we're the richest franchise in sports. So that well, money doesn't mean you got big dick. Just means, means you can, can buy it. like spread it out. It means you got big D energy. So yeah, let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I love about sports? The fact that it's a unifying thing. Okay, moving on. Great question here. Why do you think there aren't as many female football fans out there? Well, football is a very like manly, masculine, primal sport. Like I'm, I have one of the, I had the KC and the Saints preseason game on. And like to somebody who doesn't have a relationship with football, like why would you want to watch this? There's a bunch of men playing catch and hitting each other. So I think it's not appealing, but I think there could be great storylines in it too. We have you have like all these new shows coming out, like Hard Knocks. They did that quarterback series. 
Like, I think women are like context people. Like, we want to know the story. And when you watch these games, there's no story. But when you watch Hard Knocks, there's stories. I think that's a, that's a big reason. It's just a dude sport. Like, don't get me wrong. These men are fit. Very good to look at. Oh, la la. But if you don't know anything, you just see these men running around the field. And then, like, what? It's boring. But they have good tight ends, though. Absolutely. But, like, women are only so visual. Like, we need more than that. There's like, tons tell of me visual. about your wife. There's tons of visual. We're not just visual. We want more than that. <laughs> we want, want more than the visual. Yes, yeah. you want a backstory. I yes. want to know that Kirk Cousins reads stories to his sons at night before they go to bed. Are you kidding me? Now I'm a Vikings fan. Gross! Ugh. I want to see Marcus Mariota go through, like, all the stuff he went through. Now I'm an Eagles fan because he's the backup quarterback for Jalen. Yeah, he's not going to play anyway, so... But it's I mean, if you want to watch him... It's the story. It's the story. That's what women want. We want the story. When you watch Hard Enough, perfect example. My sister hates Aaron Rodgers. She's got a beef with him. I don't know why. I think he's like hippie Jesus. He's great. <laughs> I'm like, watch Hard Knocks with me. They're doing it on the Jets. Aaron's first year. We're going to get some good stories. She's watching it. And she's like, then there's like, I think it's, his name is Garrett Wilson. He came on the screen and was talking about his influences. And the coaches were doing it. And Rodgers was doing it. And you're seeing like, not like these men being emotional, but like talking about football in a way that women don't get to see. It's kind of like beautiful and poetic. So now I have her on like an Aaron Rodgers bandwagon because she knows the story behind it. I will say Aaron Rodgers has humbled himself this season by taking that he pay cut. To. Yeah. Probably his last chance to, to win a Super Bowl. He's got a couple years left. He's done a great job marketing himself showing the nicer side because he got caught a lot of backlash the last couple of years in Green Bay and rightfully so because he's a fucking liar but this is a nice side to see oh my god also I want to ask you you mentioned Hard Knocks didn't you fall in love with Robert Saleh I think their coach is like the coolest guy ever I love him he's so oh my god the monologue he gave my sister printed it out she fucking loves it I have a copy oh my god it's so great I think it's kind of like interesting though, how it's an eagle. Like you couldn't pick something referring to a fucking jet, but it was fucking beautiful. It still works and he motivates that team. He's oh, been very yeah, good since him. he's been there. Yeah. I love him. And I didn't think I would because he looks like a douche. What? What the fuck? Why? Because he looks like Mr. Clean? Yes. Okay, a younger version of Mr. Clean. No, he it looks matters. he, he no, looks like a hard it, no, it, he looks like a hard ass. But rightfully so. You have you have to be tough on these guys, you know, to get the best out of them. Sean Payton's the same way. I don't mean like his approach. I just meant like when I saw his face. Rude. Not like the whole thing. Judging a book by its cover is never good. I loved him. Huh? Judging a book by its cover is never good. You didn't you just say we live in a shallow world? Like it is good. Oh, we do, but (laughs) (laughs) we a hundred percent do. But I thought he looked like a douche, but you know what I did? I read the book, mm-hmm. and now I love him. See? Is he a contender for Coach of the Year? I don't know. We'll see what he could do. But then I think this is going to be like, was it him or was it Rogers? I think they were a quarterback away because last season, 
they almost made the playoffs with the MILF Hunter and a couple other quarterbacks who had to step in. They were close. It was basically came down to the last week for them. And that was unfortunate. And because they didn't have a sustainable quarterback. So is it going to be Rogers win of a season or is it going to be a just win of the season? Because if they couldn't do it without him and all of a sudden they do it with him, was it Rogers or was it? No, I think as the team, their defense is stout. Sauce Gardner is the best cornerback in the league. They have the oh, best I'm duo. not doubting it. I'm just saying, like, like wouldn't Dallas- that be the question? Like, because this is what happened with uh, Belichick and Brady, right? Excuse me? Yeah, but I feel like it's a little bit of a different story. Belichick, defensive genius, but didn't win anything until Brady came along. And then Brady went into the system and he was a soldier for so long until Bill decided to throw him like yesterday's trash. And who got the last laugh? Tom Brady. I think this is right. a different story with Rodgers wanting to get out of Green Bay for obvious reasons. And I think it's a collection of the Jets. I'm and surprised him. he didn't bring Devontae Adams with him. I'm surprised. When I saw that he signed with the Raiders, I was like, why didn't he go... Yeah, I'm shocked it wasn't a package deal. But I also heard Devontae did it kind of behind his back, too. It was a shock because they were talking, and I think it was a money thing, and the Raiders backed up the Brinks truck. Oh, did did they want Devontae to take a cut, too? But I thought that's why Rodgers took a cut was before. Yeah, yeah, it was. Rodgers took a cut for uh, Devontae to get paid. And Devontae yeah. went, to, uh, went to Las Vegas. Okay, if you had a choice to stay in Green Bay or go to Las Vegas, where would you go? And don't even he wasn't going to stay in Green Bay. He was going to go to the Jets with Rogers. No, he, he was, was never going to the Jets. Day. He was never going to the Jets. He was never going to the Jets. They got Randall Cobb and a couple other his buddies, but they they have Adam Lazar. Adam Lazar went to the Jets. He's a former former Packer, so he's played mm-hmm. with the Rogers. And they have Garrett Wilson, who's going to be a stud. He's probably going to be a top five wide receiver, especially in fantasy. So, I mean, everything is set there. I think the Jets are going to have a prime season better than the Giants because the Giants suck donkey balls. That's for that one guy that I was talking to the other day who loves the Giants. Nobody knows him, and that's okay. Stay hidden. Giants suck. But anyways, moving on. (laughs) Moving on. Let's continue our conversation. So you were saying female fans want more to the story. They don't want to see a bunch of barbarians hitting each other. They want behind in the scenes. I, I think if humanity you're side. already, I think if women are already a football fan, they they're in it because they've been in it for a while. So they don't need the story because they're already invested in teams and players. But I think if you're trying to hook more women in, I think that's a, a good way to do it. Get them to watch all these series, make them love the player rather than the team itself and then they become like then they become fans of the whole team itself i think okay so they adapt the culture maybe do you think they've done the nfl's done a better job marketing it and gearing it towards women now opposed to 20 years ago because we have so social media well, obviously opposed to 20 years ago and not not only that the ideology of the way we think it's no longer a man's world, right, rightfully so. It should never have been. Well, for the most part, equally dis- distributed. They cater to both sides, both genders. I'm just wondering why there still isn't more women fans. Like, there are more. I know a few, but I'm still wondering why the population isn't as big. If you don't know about it, it's like, if you know, you know kind of thing. But my girlfriends who are not football fans just don't get it. They don't get it. They don't know the sport. They don't want to learn about it. It just is what it is. Now, I haven't gotten any of them to watch these shows because they're already not interested. But if 
you want your girlfriend to be involved in it, this is kind of a way to do it. Get them to like the story of the players rather than watch it on TV because it's just, it's like boring to watch if you don't know what's going on. It's also preseason too. Nothing really. No, I'm just saying in general, is there a lot of UFC fans? Because this is like UFC with padding. Nope. Oh, uh, yeah, but UFC is shorter. And I just it, mean, like, and, the and violence portion. Like, yeah. no one wants to watch TV and see, like, these men just hurling themselves at each other and, like, ramming each other like dump trucks. If you don't if you don't already love it, you're not going to, right? Hey, who doesn't like a dump truck? Um, uh, a lot of people like dump trucks, but no one wants to get hit <laughs> by one. I'm just bugging you. Okay, let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. Okay. Now, is it better to like the same team as your family, significant other, friends, or is it way better to like the opposite and have a rivalry? I don't know. I think it depends how close your friendship is because I think that shit can ruin friendships. I think football teams, I think rivalries like that, if you're not stable in that relationship, when football season comes, it can be like the worst time of your life. I mean, you've heard me get really heated when it comes to football. I don't like shitting on my friend, but when it comes to football, I love the rivalry. I love sticking up for my team. How about them Cowboys? Some people can't handle it though. Well, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen because it's not for everyone. I love the rivalry, the chirping, the harsh words, the hurt feelings. Bring it all, especially- Oh yeah especially when you have fantasy attached to it as well. It makes it yeah. even better. So I enjoy but it But you have more. to be in a good fantasy league where people actually like to play, not oh, just course. to like hold your team. Well, you have, to, you have to know your audience because if you're in a fantasy league and you're shit talking, you're the only one shit talking, it's not fun. No. But if, if there are people that know the game and return with chirps, I'm not saying to insult your the person's mother. No, that's a low blow. Yeah. You strictly keep it football. But I think it's a lot more fun. It adds that much more element to it. It's the hot, hot spice that just makes it extra nice, you know? Hot, 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 hot. That's why football is so great. I'm a Jays fan. I'm a Raptors fan. Oh, there's nothing I, like football. I don't care about the CFL, so don't worry about that. We don't have a team in Canada. But I kind of like it like that, because if we did, I feel like... You think Canada would bastardize it? I think so, big time. Just like they bastardize everything else. So I just like that you and your buddies can go watch a Sunday games, Monday nighter, Thursday nighter, go to a bar, watch your favorite team and shit talk each other until the outcome is there and mm-hmm. one person has their head up and one the other person has their head down. I think it's fantastic, especially in the Super Bowl. There's nothing like oh, yeah. a rivalry in the Super Bowl or in the playoffs where you put it all on the line and you either stand in tall or you have your tail between your legs. I just think you can't surround yourself with too many of the same fans because it's not fun. No, but you know, it's kind of nice to have people on your side too. Especially when your team sets, it's always good to have a community. You guys all support each other. Why, do you cry on each other's shoulders? <laughs> Why are you crying? You gotta cry at somebody. Well, I mean, you've been crying for a long time now since your Super Bowl. So I get it. You probably want as many people around to console you. Ah, teamwork makes a dream work. Are you fucking kidding me? Team of fans for our team. We all support each other. I mean, cocaine's a hell of a drug, but you know, 
tomato, tomato. <laughs> I want you to give me your Mount Rushmore. Okay, okay. I'm going to test your knowledge because I know you know football. Oh, I don't know football that good. But Are you going to test my knowledge? Well, it's not really testing your knowledge. We've talked about this. I want oh, okay, okay. your Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks. Since quarterback is the most important position in football, I want to know who you got one to four and tell everyone why. It's going to cold melt it because I wrote a lot more than I thought I did. Yeah, no worries. Not in no particular order. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Dan Marino. It was all that Dan Marino's fault. Everyone knows that. If he had held the ball laces out like you're supposed to, Ray would never have missed that kick. Ooh. I know. Probably one of the and best I'll tell quarterbacks. You why. It's, it's yeah. super, huh? One of the best quarterbacks to never win a Super Bowl. Okay. So I'm only putting it because, okay, he's my cousin's favorite quarterback from like back in the day. And he like talks so so many good things about him, so I picked him. Then and, I picked Tom Brady. Hold on. What? And he was an Ace Ventura. You can't forget that. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Oh, number one. That's it. <laughs> number one. Number one. Laces out. <laughs> yeah. But see, see what attracts people to the sport? Like so many different things outside of football. So then I have Tom Brady, but I I I don't even like that he's on my Mount Rushmore. But like you can't deny talent. Like, and I think a lot of my hatred towards him is just jealousy. What? Yeah, because I want him. But it is what it is, so... He always looks like he has to take a shit, though. I think it's his diet. Well, maybe he needs to eat things other than fucking avocados. (laughs) So, next, I have my dude, Peyton Manning. Self-explanatory. I don't need to say nothing outside of that. Because he looks like Frankenberry? Because he's just (laughs) the best. No, he's great. He's great. Him and his brother and together are so fun. Fuck. Yeah, he's so Did you fun. You watched the Monday night, uh, was it the Monday night football or Sunday night football where him and um, Eli did it? I think they it was the Sunday. I think it was Sunday night. Either way. Funny as fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Hilarious. Even like the commercials he does, he does, like he's a big fucking nerd and he lays into that shit. And it is like, I can watch him all day, every day on repeat. What? And then the last one I have is Joe Montana. Because my dad's favorite quarterback. So, yeah, that's my four. Pretty impressive echelon of talent. Legends in their own right, especially Dan Marino. Yeah, you can't argue with that. It is debatable because everybody has their Mount Rushmore and their stats and their reasons behind it. Like for me, I'll give you mine. I'll actually go in order. Obviously, number one is the GOAT, Tom Brady. Seven Super Bowls. Seven Super Bowls. I know, I know. It's unheard of. I don't think anyone's going to eclipse that. Patrick Mahomes is going to take over all Brady's stats. All Brady's. Why do you say such ridiculous things? I don't even like Pat Mahomes, and I'm saying Half of Brady's stats, he's not going to win seven Super Bowls. I will wager you that right now. He does not win seven. From now or like from the beginning when he started? Are we counting those Super Bowls? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those two count. Of course okay. they do. Till retirement? Till retirement. This is have a lifelong you, bet. Did you watch Quarterback? Oh, yeah. I haven't watched the last episode did, yet. Have you seen his workout regiment? This man is going to play longer than Brady did, especially as a quarterback. 
I just wish he didn't talk so much because he sounds like Kermit the Frog and it hurts my ears. I have. I've, I've heard it since I was in like seventh grade. So, but it, it, it's something that I, I've kind of embraced. He's got one of the worst voices. <laughs> his wife, though, they just like, when they speak, Ugh. it's just like, oh my God. Oh his, my God. His wife's name should be Karen. I don't care what anybody says. She looks like a Karen. She acts like a Karen. I heard they were banned from their stadium a couple years ago because her and his goofy ass brother were acting stupid at one of the games. This is the thing about these kind of shows too, right? Because you get a different perspective on these people. He's a nice right? guy. Like, He's a humble, I, nice I guy. Still don't, I still don't like him and I don't like her, but I have a new appreciation for how they live their life. Like, did you know, like she owns like the, the KC women's soccer team or some shit like that? She's like a part owner in it. And yep. like he fully supports her in that. And I'm like, oh, I fucking hate you, but I love you too now. You only hate him because he's in your You only hate him because he's in your division and he's better than your team. Holy crap. That's yeah, why you hate him. That it's because <laughs> jealousy. It's all jealousy. All jealousy. Okay, let me let me get back to the list. Okay, Brady, obviously number one. And I could just go through his accomplishments, but I'm not going to because he's the greatest. Thank you. Number two, Joe Montana. Big mm -hmm. respects to your dad. 49er legend. He has mm -hmm. to be up there. You know, one of the greatest one-two punches with him and Jerry Rice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thing of beauty. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're going to go back in time. And Mr. Johnny Unitas. Oh, my God. I was thinking about him. I can't disrespect the past. I didn't know enough about him. Hall of Famer, just like Montana. His stats are crazy. Ten Pro Bowls. Ten. Ten-time Pro Bowler. Yeah. That's pretty insane. And number four, I had Peyton Manning originally because... As much as I didn't like Peyton when he was playing, for me, I felt like you had to pick Brady or Manning. You couldn't pick both. You couldn't like both. So I picked team. I was on team Brady. Wrong team. No, right team. Seven. Seven to two. <laughs> so I, I went with Brady. But, you know, Peyton Manning has been a stud MVP, two Super Bowls with two different teams. I can't deny that. But. But, but I feel like there's a new sheriff in town and his name is Patrick Mahomes. He's only been in the league for six seasons and he's accomplished way more than... I can't believe you put him on your fucking Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Out of oh, everyone yeah. you have chosen, yeah. put Pat Mahomes on your Mount Rushmore. I what did. if he gets injured tomorrow and never plays for the rest? Then I what are you going to do? I still think he's better than uh, Peyton Manning. <gasps> what? Bro, what are you talking about, man? That's outrageous. <laughs> You're <That's> disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so offended i feel so offended you should it was a slight to you anyways no no i actually feel like patrick mahomes deserves to be up there already the casey Chiefs are doing andy reed mr cheeseburger himself match made in heaven they're gonna win more rick they're gonna win more championships it's just mind-boggling they're already the favorites again patrick mahomes just does the right thing stupid voice but does the right thing i gotta put him up there already all right let's make a wish okay think of it as make a wish foundation <laughs> okay make a wish foundation. i, I want to know i want to know a realistic goal for the denver broncos this season not so hard that's what she said <laughs> no 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 <laughs> realistic a realistic wish for the Broncos this season. It could be anything. It could be to make the playoffs. It can be to win more than five games. It could be Russell to throw for 4,000 yards. I want Sean Payton to be right. 
I want him to be right about what happened last year with Nathaniel Hackett, all of that shit. Oh, God, what a bomb. I want him to be right. And I want everyone to be like, oh, my God, Russell Wilson's playing better now? Oh, my God, they have routine? Oh, my God. What? What are you talking about? I want them to be like, we did not see this coming from the Broncos, and it's all because of Champagne. Okay, that's that's pretty realistic. I think so. I think that's pretty realistic. Like, I want them to win the Super Bowl, but that's not going to happen. No, not even close. Now, with Sean Payton being right, does that equate to you guys making the playoffs? What does that mean, if you want to elaborate? Quality of play is respectable. So not being the butt end of every uh, joke. Yeah. Yes. We don't deserve to be the butt end of every fucking joke. We have been and well-deserved, but like, no, not anymore. And we're tired of it. And I think Sean Payton is going to do some good stuff. And I think it's going to be a shell shock for the team, actually. They're also fucking laissez-faire. Okay. I can see that. I can see Sean Payton riding the ship. Your defense is a top five defense. You have Patrick Sertan, who's the second best corner in the league. There's no excuse for you guys not to compete and not to fall flat on your asses like you did last season. Well, the QB and his receivers and his tight ends need to do their job. But now that Sean Payton's there, hopefully they could do that. I do think Russell will have a better season. I think so, too. It's just not going to matter because the AFC is very strong. And the Broncos' offense, no offense, is pretty bad. No, it's so bad. But that doesn't matter. Nobody is looking at us like we're going to win this year. Nobody's looking at us like we're about to win next year or maybe in the next couple years, right? This is like the perfect time to really restructure the foundation of what this team is doing because clearly before this, it wasn't fucking working. So now turn everything on its top and let's start fresh. Got a couple of years where everyone thinks we're going to suck. And you know what? If we win, that's great. But if we lose, we look at it as building. Okay. um, One last question before I I share my uh, one wish. Will the Broncos regret paying Russell Wilson? I already regret it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I regretted it after I saw the first how he took that that first sack. I regretted it. <laughs> Loser. I think it's hilarious that he put on muscle last season so that he could take getting sacked because he led the league in being sacked last season. Now he's just fucking slow. Yeah, exactly. But apparently he's in better shape this season. It all remains to be seen. Hopefully you guys are somewhat riding this season, but I sincerely doubt it. Okay, I'm going to be a little more direct. As much as I have no faith in my coach, I think Mike McCarthy is the biggest dumbass. What is going on? Oh my God. You know why he's employed? Because he's a yes man. Jerry only hires yes men. Mike McCarthy is the dumbest piece of holy grail shit I've ever met. Huh? I can't stand him. He tries to be clever and funny. (laughs) I I may as well have. He (laughs) makes me angry every time I see him on the TV. I know. He makes me angry every time he goes for fourth down. He's a bum. We need Dan Quinn to be the new coach, the defensive guru that he is. I'm waiting for it. And if we get off to a slow start, I'm hoping McCarthy gets the axe and Dan Quinn takes over. But that's not my wish. And this is realistic. I think it's realistic. And you can laugh all you want. The Cowboys to get to the NFC championship. I don't know. Who do they have now? Top Where's five. Zeke gone? Top, who cares? Did you have you seen what Zeke looks like? Yeah, he ain't been doing that. He didn't do nothing for you guys last year. Anyways, it's good that they franchise tag Pollard, though. 
Yeah, that we was will, a good move. Running backs are <laughs> underappreciated in the NFL. So, dude, I, oh my god, the shit in and the stick. They I get heard about all the that ground. shit. Yeah, they get run to the ground and they get next to nothing. But we have a top five defense: Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, Demarcus Lawrence. Diggs is so good. I loved that he shit talked so, back. And I love both of them. I love both of them. They're so good at what they fucking do. Oh yeah, would you uh, take the dig swirl if you could? Dude, what's wrong with you? What is do, wrong with you? Where do I begin? You no. need to go to therapy. Nah, I tried that once. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously didn't work. <laughs> Top five defense. Now they have a three-headed wide receiver monster in CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, and Michael Gallup. They've got a top 10 running back in Tony Pollard, like you mentioned. Even though I think Dak is whack, he's still a top 10 quarterback. So if you put this all together, it should work out. I just don't like that we lost our offensive coordinator to the Chargers. I think that's going to be a huge step back. Letting McCarthy run plays is a catastrophe, and it's going to blow up in our faces. That's why he needs to get fired. So Dan Quinn can take over, give the offensive coordinator more um, responsibility and get this team rolling. I agree. I agree. And, you know, I don't think that's like a I don't think that's unrealistic. Like, I think you guys can make it. I, You know what I'm really interested to see? Because I watched the Dallas Cowboys hard knock a couple years ago. And Zeke and Dak are, were like BFS. Mm-hmm. And I almost wonder what that's going to do to Dak this year, not having his guy on the field. Even if Zeke was shit, because he was in the last couple seasons. But just having that, like, moral support like that emotional support on the field even if he's not doing anything i wonder what that's gonna do to Dak. i think he needs it he's been coddled since he's been there i agree i just think it's gonna be fucking fun to watch i think it's gonna be go down before he goes up i think they need to light a fire under his ass you can't lead the league in interceptions and expect to win anything and, he's and so you miss comfy. four games for no and reason he's so comfy yeah, he missed four games and he still led the league in interceptions. He's been coddled the entire time from Jerry and Jerry Sons and McCarthy. And who was that that ginger we used to have before McCarthy? <laughs> too, it's too much. It's too much. He needs yeah. a fire lit under his ass. I'm glad Diggs went at him in practice. That's what he needs. He needs to be that tough. Great. It was great. Yeah. I mean, a little personal, but still, I agree I didn't him. hear what he said. I just saw it happen. I thought it was great. What did he say? Called him a. Well, it's not wrong. <laughs> He's not wrong, he but it just a little, little personal. But that's okay. I think Dak needs to wake up. You're 30 years old now. You're in your prime. Get it yeah, done. We, we can get to the NFC Championship. The NFC is weak. Look at the NFC South. Nobody knows who's going to win that division. You look at the West. I mean, the West is a little more solidified with San Fran and uh, Seattle. You get the NFC East. I mean, anything can happen there. But the Eagles are the top class, you know, with Dallas. Giants aren't doing shit. I don't care what anybody says. And then you have the uh, then you have the North. You got the Vikings. You've got the Bear. You got the Bears and the Lions. The Lions look sexy this season. It's there for the taking. Like Eagles are the top class, but everything else is up for grabs. And like Minnesota did well last year too. Yeah, but they can't play a lick of defense, and they didn't improve their defense defense side, and they oh, lost they a lot. They lost Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen. Oh yeah, I thought that was funny when Dalvin Cook went to the Jets because I watched him on Good Morning Football. I think the day before or a couple days before he signed the contract, 
And one of them asked him, what would it be like for you to go to the Jets? And he's like, he was just all about it. He's like, I want to be a part of something special. And I think that there's something special going on there. And I want to be a part of it. I was like, and then a couple of days later, he was signed. I'm like, honestly, hilarious. So he's not wrong. And now they have a two-headed monster with Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, pretty remarkable what they're doing in, yeah. in the swamp. Oh, the Denver Broncos. I think owning the Denver Broncos is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Well, explain to me why it isn't. <sighs> you just don't understand football, Marge. We're going to wrap it up. This was quick. It was a lot of fun, but it was quick, you know, kind of like the Denver Broncos season last year. Fuck you. Hey, thank you, Small Fry, for taking this dysfunctional journey with me. I love yeah, football and I know you love football. It's coming three weeks, about three weeks away. Yeah. Is there anything you want to say to the listeners out there? Broncos aren't that bad. We're going to do some good stuff this season. Are you, though? Yes. As long as we show up, I think we'll be okay. So what's the Broncos record this season? Realistically. We're not going to touch the playoffs. We may win, like, six games. I'll give us six games. Okay. I'm gonna I don't be know generous. how great we're going to do this year. I'm going to be generous. You're going to go seven and nine. There are some winnable games. You nailed it with Sean Payton. He's going to insert some toughness and you're not going to be la laughed at as much. Still a little bit because I'm always going to laugh at you guys. Of course you are. But I think it'll be a nice rebounding season and a good step maybe for 2024. But we'll see. Remains I think so, yeah. Again, I got to thank you. I just want to thank NA30 for putting up with my shit and everyone around the network. I want to thank the Mustard Boys. What up? I want to thank... Sports for you. Thank you for featuring me last week. That was a lot of fun. I talked a lot of shit about the Giants and I don't regret a single moment. I want to thank Going yeah. Yard. What up, boys? We got another recording coming up soon. Baseball season is the dog days of summer. And most of all, I want to thank you, the fans. Thank you so much for supporting me. You know, hit that like, subscribe. Don't be afraid to message me with inquiries questions or just shit talk me i don't care i don't bite that much well maybe a little bit <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna drop soon small fry thank you so much for doing this again maybe a part two is in the works we will see that sounds like a hard no way to disappoint <laughs> your fans already <laughs> this is the worst just like your broncos Oh my god. We'll see. Bye for now. Yo, Broncos Country. Let's ride, baby. <laughs> <laughs>